Welcome back to First World Solutions, the problem-solving show for people who don't necessarily need one. I'm Joel. I'm Oscar. I'm Tom. I almost choked. I almost choked slash spat water all over the microphone and myself and Tom, but I didn't. I handled it. The situation has been resolved. So well resolved that no one's even going to notice. Well, they wouldn't have done. They know it's in your voice. They know you that well by now. You could edit it out, but you wouldn't because we're well, no, very... Then we'd edit out your introduction. Yeah. <laughs> it would just be, hi, I'm Joel. Some random third disembodied Some voice. fucking guy turns up. <laughs> this weird guy haunting the podcast space. Oh. Do you ever wonder, like, if you... Could you cut around me for an episode? 100%. Oh, yeah. Would you cut around me for an episode? If I was in a foul mood, if I was being too extreme, too rude, would you cut around me for a whole episode and <laughs> then just release being, it? If you were being too hot for TV. If what I was too makes, hot for PTV. What makes you think I haven't? I did it with Jerry. That's true. I mean, Jerry and Paul both... Like, they were they were in here for like a run of like seven episodes. So they had such questionable views. But every single time we tried to talk about anything, Paul broke fuck, out into song. Yeah, and just fucking Jerry every single time with the global conspiracy of lizards, and it was just mm. exhausting. Although I did like Paul's song about the global conspiracy. Of I lizards. mean, it was catchy. That's the difference, though. The only reason we got rid of both of them is because they came as a package deal. Because of yeah, they, they were like fused. If we could have just kept the sing song, yeah, but he you did, can't you can't have one without the other. He did bring a certain genesis to proceedings but unfortunately I mean he also he, brought a Jerry yeah he did and all of his songs were informed by his weird Siamese sibling it just didn't really work out but you know we managed to get rid of him pretty easily yeah like I've I've, I've not noticed and I go back and I listen through every um, every one of our episodes before I go to bed you wouldn't know unless you were here which I was which you were so now you all know too well this okay. is the thing they might not this conversation might be cut if we're getting rid of you I'll try my best not to do too much singing about global conspiracies, but as always, I can't promise anything. Okay, you better give us some quality content then. Go on, bring bring your A game for your first prompt. Well, no, I'm not. I, well, I'm, ugh, it's too much. You've got to write it. You've got to bounce it off other people. I've got to have a music video shot yep. and, and sent out. Who has the time? Uh, it's 11.58. Who has the time? The day's already gone. I might as well ride it off from here onwards. That's dangerously close to a cut in there, Tom. We're gonna t- <laughs> we're gonna dive in on some problems from the internet because we've given you enough of our problems. Um, we want to help. We want to find those tiny little gripes you're having and fix them up, make them sharp, ready to go to the ball. <laughs> was 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 that what the prerequisite was for Cinderella going to the ball? I'm sorry, you don't look sharp. She doesn't. She was. You've got too many problems. There, there were so many smooth, tattered edges. Let's grind. Let's get an angle grinder on those edges, <laughs> and then you'll be ready to go. We want. You can't go until we see sparks, basically. Fair so let's. Enough. Oscar, do you have someone on the internet we can help? Oh, I've got. I've got two someones on the internet we can help. Would you Pick like one? Would you, Pick a lane. Would you like one or two? Which one's called a lane? This one is called Yeetwood Mac. So <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I feel like that's closest to Elaine from Sarah Indipity eighteen. Two great names in one on Twitter. Yeah, more marvelous. Who says? I understand this is a first world problem, but someone needs to invent a mattress topper with a chest level indentation so I can comfortably sleep on my stomach without smushing my titties. Thank you in advance. Well, I mean, she's done the hard work for us there, and she's thanked us already. Yeah. So we're done. Fuck. Thank you, Elaine. Well, no, this is. Okay, this this I hoped would prompt more of a discussion <laughs> as to how how you sleep and how a mattress could help that. Well, I mean, no, none of us in this room have any titties to squish. Mm, no. Which is the primary issue at play here. Yeah, but if you think about it, would the mattress indentation have specific 
titty indentations. It would have to be cus- It would have to be tailor made. Yeah. It would have to be the job of a tailor like to make holders. it. Do tailors make mattress toppers? Not at the moment. Not and yet. that's why we all sleep uncomfortably. Because they're not bespoke. They measure you like a dress and they put the mattress topper on you like a dress. And that's mm. what you do before you go to bed. You, you wrap yourself in the mattress topper and then you fall asleep. I'm perfectly comfortable sleeping, but I do this thing where I cross one ankle over the other and squeeze. And I'm pretty sure it's giving me spinal issues. Now, So I would need ankle ha- restraints. Hang on. You squeeze your ankles together crossed over when you sleep. So you're yeah. kind of like pencil-like squeezing your spine into a weird shape. I guess so. See, I do this to go to sleep, but it's to wring any extra energy out of my legs. I kind of view it like wringing out a flannel. I don't, I don't do it intentionally. I guess it's like clenching your teeth, but I'm just clenching it's my clen- thighs. <laughs> clenching all of my lower half. <laughs> yeah. But in a twirly fashion. There's a lot of kinetic energy built up in there. Okay, so you would need a mattress topper, like you said, with ankle restraints. Yeah. Kind of looks a little bit BDSM-y, but... A li- well, well, no, if we kind of made it just a little bit more user-friendly so it didn't look so bondage like like something happy and lighthearted, like fur... Yeah, that's ankle fur. Anc- if and if you could like you could pre you could repurpose existing uh, things like you could use handcuffs and put some fur on them. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Then, like that, I don't see any way that could be construed as kinky. Yeah, and it will look weird if um, they're only on the bottom half, not on the top half. So you probably have to get some on the top half as fully well, re- fully restrained. Yeah, fully restrained. So if you get like. Obviously, you can't just handcuff or foot cuff your ankles together because otherwise you can still cross them over. So you've got to get like one foot to one post of the bed Mm. and then do the same on the top half so it doesn't look silly. And then you'll you'll probably sleep better. I'd imagine so. Not strictly a mattress topper, though. I know that you're going for this extended BDSM bit, but tying one joint to each corner of a double bed makes me feel more like I'm being tortured on a rack. But nobody's torturing you and the bed ain't moving. You're just going to be relaxed. Yeah, just just relaxed, firmly in place. Exactly. Firmly in place. <laughs> I am firmly relaxed is what you will say. Yeah, I am firmly relaxed. Isn't that what you've always wanted? See, in a way, this actually fixes... Uh, I've forgotten her real name, so I'll call her Elaine again. Uh, this fixes Elaine's problem as well, because there'll be no titty squishing if you're tied to the bed with titties facing up. But what if you... what If you sleep what? face... Hang on, no. But if you are sleeping face down, your arms are stretched out on both sides, then I feel like that's a recipe for a... A, a smothering. Like, yeah, you have to think about that for a second. In order to get into bed, you have to face down yeah. starfish and get into these cuff restraints. Yeah, you have to wiggle into these cuff restraints yourself. <laughs> Without being able to look. Yeah, because your face is down. Mm. So you need someone with you. Like, give them a pompous title, like general intermediary mattress protection or something. Or masked protector. The mask protector sounds like a vigilante yeah. who only takes care of people who have trouble sleeping. But yeah, general intermediary masked protector. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Okay, nice. I think to be honest... In leather. Oh, well, I mean, he has to look smart. Yeah. It's a really <laughs> official title. Historically, the smartest looking fabric. Just look at Batman. I'm really glad we moved on from the BDSM bit and like moved on to just being really serious about this. Yeah, because it right. was it was stagnating for a while. Yeah, a little bit, but you know what? I'm just glad we managed to fix it. Like we always do these silly bits that mm. always end up being really frivolous. I'm just glad we actually helped people this time. Yeah, yeah. as long as the gimp is there, we'll be all right. <laughs> <sighs> oh. <laughs> Ain't topping that next prompt. Okay, yeah, that's. <laughs> I'm out of there. So get yourself a gym in need of work and uh, he'll sort you out with a bespoke mattress or sleeping situation and you'll all be set up. No more smushing of any titties you might or might not have. 
I've got one here from Twitter from Mo Empress, that's Pork of Chops, who says, I deleted Facebook to help me break the addiction, and now I don't know what to do with myself. Which is kind of a, a vibe I can get behind. Like, social media takes over your life very easily, and yeah. people are always talking about quitting Facebook, quitting Twitter, quitting Instagram, stopping scrolling. But then you realize there's not actually that much left in your life, and you're like, ooh, this is dull. Am I. Am I a boring person? Am I dull? Do yeah. I not have interests? Did I reject interests in favour of the swiping? See, I, it's it's bizarre because coming to the realisation that you're scrolling too much is something that happens very rarely in people, I fear. Because everybody gets very defensive about their social media habits very quickly. Mm. If you say to somebody, you've been on, you've been literally just scrolling through Facebook for 45 minutes. Like, no, I haven't. It's been like 10. I'm not addicted. I'm fine. I can stop this anytime I want. Mm. And yet it'll be like every day you see them, it's always the same. And I, I don't know, I feel like acknowledging you have a problem is the biggest step. But you're right. Finding something to fill that void is tough. The problem uh, is it, there is a, an easy thing that fills that void and it's social media. Yeah. And that's, that's why you keep getting sucked what, back in. What if you, when you do this, you're like, you've made that big step. You've made that big realisation that you have a problem. Mm. What if you then, evangelical Christian style, can fill your time with trying to convert others? Running around, slapping the phones out of people's hands. Exactly. For your own good. Whack. Like, it's six o'clock, you come home from work, you relax on the sofa, you bring your phone out, Facebook's not there. You realise, I've got like three hours of free time before I even have to think about getting into bed. Mm. Time to go slap some phones. Okay, I'm going to go slap me some handsets. Now, how do we avoid the issue of breaking and entering into other people's houses? You can't do it in people's houses. So it's strictly public social media usage. Yeah, Yeah, which is rife. Like, you're not going to find any shortage of people out on their phones in the real world. You know, what people do inside their own homes is their own business. And if they're there with a loved one, it's kind of on them to identify over usage of social media and they can deal with themselves. That's not your problem. As the phone slap vigilante, you've got to make it your mission when seeing, you know, if you go out to like uh, you know, like a, a pub or something like that and there's a table full of people all sat around and not one of them's talking to each other mm. and they're all on their phones, that's when you like, you know, wind up the hand and go for a right to left, just knock them all out of the hands in one swift motion say, look up, look at each other and then you're off on your way and they go, ah. Okay, your friendly neighbourhood phone vigilante, I do quite like. Yeah. yeah. However... I think the phone slap bandit I think that's got more of a ring to it the phone slap bandit I can get on board with how are you going to find people that are using their phone ah oh, that's the tricky thing see when we talked about getting rid of Facebook and then like you think you've got three hours left of, mm. uh, of time my initial reaction was you can check and see what events are going on near you oh no Facebook's got all those see I was now bear with me I'm thinking a new app which is sort of anti-social media and it tells you where all the social media users are you can see them on a map mm. And so, kind of like Pokemon Go, but this will be like, social man, no. And so <laughs> social you, man? No. No. <laughs> and so you can go around and see in your vicinity who's using Facebook, who's using Instagram, and you're like, oh, I haven't collected a Twitter today, I need to go over there. That, see, that I like, being able to categorise it. And then mm. like, oh, that's rare, there's a crop of Snapchatters over there. God, yeah. Wow, that's yeah. ripe for a slapping. Snapchat. Slapchat. Instagram. Binstagram. Binstagram. Twitter. Hellhole. Twitter, the worst. (laughs) Facebook, hey look, distract them, slap the phone. Longer name on that one, but, you know, still works. Okay, so I'm I'm really liking all of this. One final piece of the puzzle, though. Mm. I feel like converting people is going to take a few slaps. Yeah. The first couple... Very few people convert on one slap alone. (laughs) The first couple you do, they're going to be really angry at you. Yeah. 
I feel like you're gonna need to hide your face or identity somehow so that they don't know who you are or where you live because you're gonna get a lot of enemies very quickly. Why don't we go the Zorro slash El Nombre route and just wear a, a mask, a, a bandage? Just, just just one mask on your face. Yeah. Are, we, are we keeping the hat and cape as well? Mar- I'm thinking one mask is enough masks. Yeah, one. you don't need to wear two. No. Hey. It's very rare that it, anyone sees someone, stops them and then pulls off the mask. True, but in the case to reveal they, a second mask, <laughs> exactly. Like in the case that that does happen, they go, "Oh no, this was just your face." I'm so sorry. How about so layers? You, the first, the the, fir, the first mask. Let's say you get stopped in your slapping. You go put off the first mask. That's a Zorro mask. Underneath, there's a Michael Myers mask. Underneath. Ronald Reagan mask underneath Ronald McDonald Ronald McDonald mask underneath Mark Zuckerberg mask and they go I'm so sorry Mr. Zuckerberg I understand this must be a new update my bad (laughs) because that's all you say is like it's it's a new update and they go ah it's exactly that because then we can actually keep the Z from Zorro and you can just be oh we we got Zucko (laughs) Zucko just guys we really shouldn't get our phones out Zucko was seen here last night <laughs> it is I, Zucco. Yeah, he's still putting on like a faux Mexican accent. <laughs> like a terrible South American Spanish accent. See, yeah. it is I, Zucco. <laughs> Join Zucco's latest anti social media craze, Social Man No, and become a phone slap bandit for the greater good of your sanity and others. Zucco, the phone slap bandito. <laughs> he's perfect. Right, Tom, what you got for us? Uh, okay, this one comes to us from uh, Jacqueline Druzecki on Reddit. Thank you very much, Jacqueline. Who says, I choked on some water during an executive meeting and had to sit there quietly dying because I'd already coughed once. Hey, that's what happened to me. Everybody gets one. Yeah. Everyone gets one and you can say, excuse me, and that's fine. If you need to cough again, no, no you'll be fired. How did you handle it, Oscar? Um, well, as you remember, I thought I'd handle it quite well. And then I got absolutely smacked the fuck down immediately afterwards and then had to kind of reassemble myself from my shame puddle afterwards. So mm. I can, and that was quite a small uh, issue I had. It wasn't even a cough. So I think an actual cough, I think the, the um, if, if you're in this situation as she's in, I think what you've got to do is you've got to make that one cough really fucking count. Because as you've said, you don't get a second. That's rude. So if you do one cough that is so loud, you cough with your entire goddamn body, mm. the table is knocked over, and then you very quietly sit down and go, excuse me. Case so, in point, you'll probably also get rid of whatever it was that was uh, irritating your throat when doing this. So mm. it's all about power and delivery. So the issue here is they coughed first, mm. and now they've got cough power building. Yeah. You're thinking if you can pre-suppress that first cough, yeah. you can channel it into a future cough. See, now, I'm not sure that's going to work with the way coughing works. Like, mainly because your first cough is a complete surprise to you, mm. and there's no way to preempt that. The first cough signals more is on the way. From there, you can suppress and build, but then it becomes a kind of tension-building moment. What well, other socially acceptable um, ways to alleviate pressure inside see, your body are there? This is what I was thinking. Singing. If there is a way to... Either that or just... To sing. <laughs> Bless yeah, that was one. That was sneeze. That's, that's a sneeze. Yeah. So you could pretend to... Okay, so if we work our way through all the acceptable bodily functions but replace yeah. each noise with a cough... I think I think you've cracked it. Singing. Yeah. You know you can get those vocal practice things that cover your mouth yeah. Yeah. and suppress the sound of your singing. So instead of that, we get a box that you can cough into. We can we can call it a cough in. Yeah, it'll need to be a certain shape for the acoustics. Can it be shaped like an inn? What like an old medieval inn with yeah, like okay. a wa- with like a water wheel on the yeah. side and the, a stable up front for the horses. <laughs> the cough in, and you just kind of like take the roof off yeah. and cough into it. Yeah, and how, there's a dead body in there. So how how big? <laughs> 
I think the more grandiose your in is, the more effective of a dampening power it's, it has like, on your she, cough. She said it was an executive meeting. So you sit down at the board in the boardroom, like you know, giant giant table that stretches really far across a room, and you trundle in this big medieval inn with working water wheel and like a stable, a, out, a stable, a farmer out front chopping wood, and you just have it placed behind your chair just in case, because you know you might take a sip of water and it might go down the wrong pipe. Exactly. Is this something that people will know the function of? Or is it more of a kooky extra thing that only you have? Well, it's kind of like having a box of tissues in the middle of a table. Like, grab one if you need it. So are you saying it's communal? Like a communal office coffin. Yeah. (laughs) The office coffin, yeah. The office coffin. The coffin? No. Mm, Uh, Maybe. uh, Something. That's the office coffin? (laughs) Or the often coffin. That's if you use it a lot. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. I don't often cough in the office <laughs> coffin, but when I do, co- when I am coughing in the office coffin, it's an often... If it's an often occurrence. <laughs> it's an often occurrence. Kill me. Um, <laughs> this is the advert. This is it. <laughs> I don't often cough in the often coffers. <laughs> Wait. Wait. <laughs> Play that back. I think I messed up. Rewind the tape. So, yeah, maybe a communal, because if the office pays for it as a company expense, then you can presumably get a much more grand in. That's true. More water wheels. <laughs> Eight water wheels. Eight water 20 wheels. 20 farmhands. One horse. Still, <laughs> Still one horse. This is a workplace. You can't have more than one horse. No. There'll be shenanigans. But, okay, let's, let's just talk. <laughs> <laughs> no. In <laughs> what? Shenanigans. <laughs> just the word shenanigans. Because <laughs> it's horseplay. <laughs> Do you get it? No. <laughs> I mean, I'm there, but... So, <laughs> so, hang on. Horseplay is fine, but horses play is the line for you. Yeah. Ho- well, that's it. It's, no, it's not called horses play. <laughs> It's called horseplay, so one of them is fine. More okay. of them is bad. What happens when two horses stop playing and start being real? <laughs> so yeah, the the often coffin, the coffin, the often the office. We're gonna write it down. We're <laughs> gonna write it down. That's gonna be the description of this. The office coffin with multi orifice functions. Yeah. No. Multi orifice. Well, no. Multi orifice means that. There's a fart room. Well, you like, that's it. all that can mean. I think if we just call it the often coffin, people will come back. And, what? What? And like, oh well. Allow me to demonstrate. Yeah. <clears throat> you peaked their interest. Have we just invented the bathroom, basically? Yeah, but one of them is right in the middle of the boardroom. Yeah, and it's just for coffin. Yeah, there's no there's no toilets in there. No, it's just a, it's just a densely padded room. The outside of which does look like an inn. That is a no. I will not move on that. No. I think that's fair to say. It's a very densely padded room that's soundproofed, in which you go into to cough inside the middle of a boardroom, and then you come back out again. And it's but, communal. So there could be up to you know ten people in there at a time, all coughing. Mm. Let's say they've brought in um they've brought in like a plate of dry crackers as the meal. No, as the snack. And then everyone goes, oh god, there's so much. There's no water in here. Excuse me for a moment. Everyone steps into the inn, the often coffin inn, orifice, yeah. whole place. And then they go and they cough up all of the crumbs s- and then they come back out and then the meeting continues. Are you saying we have to go into the inn? Yeah. I was thinking of just like shisha pipes coming off the inn. What, you coughing into a pipe? Yeah, because yeah. then the inn will be central on the table and you I, can all just have a pipe. I mean, that, that makes a hell of a lot more logistical sense because I was thinking this meeting literally would be like four times a minute. People just going, excuse me, getting up, going inside the inn and then you just kind of hear. No, <coughs> and then come out and just say, excuse me. Remember, the inn is still a, it's still a scale model. 
Oh, it's not a full it's size. It's not in. a one to one scale. See, model. I, I'd lost that. It's a single orifice office coffin. Okay. With, with many shisha pipes coming many out. Many shisha pipes. And, and a dead guy inside. Yeah. Yeah. To mask the smell of your coughs. Famously good at masking <laughs> smells, dead people, yes. Masking, overpowering, replacing. Trumping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all good stuff. The coffin office. I love it. No. The office coffin. The often coffin. The coffin office. Vote for your favourite. Vote for your favourite. They're all very similar. I think we're going to have ad campaigns for each and then let the community decide what it's what, called. So like on uh, like on on-demand television things on the internet, you know, when you can like choose your advert, it's like one of three things. Yeah. It's just three different brand names. Yeah. This time. Same font, same placement, same advert, just different names. Yeah. Each with their own budget. It's going to cost us a bloody fortune. The illusion of choice. God, I would, I would love that. Like, if you sat down to watch a Magnum advert, but you could choose whether or not the advert ended with the word Magnum or Big or Grand. Or Dagnum. <laughs> Dagnum. Dagnum. It's a place, not an ice cream. Try a delicious caramel Dagnum. Double caramel, big boy. <laughs> Is Dagenham a city? I don't know. I know it has a red bridge. I'll tell you what it's not. An ice cream on a stick. Could the community of Dagenham repurpose a Magnum ad and just stick a D on there? Would they get away with it? Dagenham. Come visit Dagenham. Dagenham. It's delicious. It's, it's, <laughs> it's creamy and it's just what women want according to this advert. Well, think about it. A lot of adverts nowadays are, are lifestyle ads. They're not selling you ice cream they're no. selling you what you'll be like if you eat ice cream mm. and so what you'll be like if you visit dagnum <laughs> would work as well is satisfied sultry and satisfied <laughs> covered in chocolate the dagnum experience i think if you showed me a map of the surrounding areas i couldn't point to dagnum i have no idea where it is not even not even one it's mm. in this country i think <laughs> it sounds british it does i don't really think you'd find like Dagenham in Brazil. Maybe it was spelt differently. Sal Dagenham. Oh. <laughs> Dagenemo. It's, it's Zucko's partner in crime. <laughs> Zucko hails from Dagenham. Yeah. The law, it's all wrapped up in here. We Don't tell us we don't give you tidbits of law. There's one expanded universe in which all of our podcasts take place. <laughs> this will all be on the wiki later if you want to check it out. How exhausting would a wiki of this show be? Someone make a wiki for us, please. Please. I really want to read on how the clones are doing. Yeah. Oh, God, I forgot about the clones. <laughs> Hopefully someone's been feeding them. We're going to move on now to our horsemelon symposium section of the show where we just make a thing up. <laughs> just, it's a grand name. We just make shit up. Stand up and shit something right out. <laughs> We're all going to shout, speak a word. We're all going to calmly speak a word from our heads. And then wrangle that into a product that maybe we can sell, maybe we can subscribe to, maybe we can pitch. Who knows? Let's find out. Everyone got a word ready? Yes. All right then. Three, two, one. Soul. Fizz. Driver. Soul Fizz Driver. Is there anything we can do with that? Um, that what, is... what about a new brand of energy drink for taxi drivers called Driver Soul Fizz? Or Fizz Driver Soul. Wait, what about a sequel to the popular video game series Driver Soul Fizz? Also, also, it's driver soul fizz. Yeah. How did his soul get so fizzy? That's the mystery of the story. Okay, so how long is the campaign? Uh, it's, a, it's a dozen hours. A dozen? Uh, a, dozen <laughs> a, dozen. a baker's dozen of hours. <laughs> this, is, this is the story of a corrupt cop in yeah. 70s LA. Stop me if you've heard this one before. Yeah. Or have he, you? Uh, he's well known for his driving ability. Mm. Um, mm. But one day, he is chasing a criminal... And he crashes into a massive delivery truck full of Coca-Cola. He falls into a coma. Oh no. A Coca-Cola coma. But his soul is still very much 
aware of what's going on, but is imbued with the power of Fizz, which can teleport himself through carbonation, through pipes, ducts, everything. Tom. Ducts? Yes. Tom. Yeah. Is this a Coke advert? I'm getting to that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the gameplay can be you darting from carbonated substance to carbonated substance to try and catch a criminal. And it, it, does it also dispel many of the myths surrounding Coca-Cola? What, that it's unhealthy for you? I'm glad you've asked. Yes, it does do that. So there'll be a scene where it you go into the <laughs> a pile of pennies and it cleans all of them. And and um, what's that guy called again? Well, Barry Scott. Barry Scott! <laughs> and Barry Scott's like, gosh, if it does this to pennies, imagine what it does to the human body. And then a Coca-Cola representative comes onto the screen and is like, well, funny you should say that, Barry, because actually human biology and fucking coins are completely different. <laughs> and then, then executes him in a quick time event, which you control. <laughs> it's still a game after all. So we've got an edutainment uh, installation in the driver's... Sponsored edutainment. Sponsored edutainment by Coca-Cola that takes on the driver series and combines it with soul movement. Yeah. So basically what happens is... You're you're free to move about the city as a soul, as you will. Um, But the only way you can uh, kind of imbue yourself with traditional powers, such as, you know, hearing, Mm. uh, is to possess a carbonated drink. Okay. So you can do surveillance by, for example, uh, swooping down into a diner where two criminals are having a meeting Mm. and hopping between different vantage points drinks-wise to try and listen to what they're saying. Lots of of soda streams in... in, The 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 possession is strictly limited to fizzy... Or carbonated beverages. Yeah, mostly of the Coca-Cola variety. Exclusively of the Coca-Cola but variety. But then you can like you can manipulate the environment to try and make it so that there's a Coca-Cola within a kind of advantageous position for you. Maybe you can try and trick the, them um, to taking a Coke into their car. You know you have things like Age of Empires or whatever where you take over areas. Yeah. Maybe there's like Pepsi or like Warring Factions. <laughs> no, not, not Pepsi, not Pepsi. It's like still water and orange juice. And you can't, you don't know what the criminals are up to in that area because yeah, they're all drinking can- like water. Water and, and smoothies. Yeah. yeah, and you've got to yeah, start a campaign. Cop LA, famous for criminals drinking green smoothies. <laughs> so you've got to, as Barry Scott, the soul possessed fizzy man. Is he the narrator? <laughs> He's the narrator. God, and imagine that protagonist and antagonist. <laughs> Oh, spoilers. Um, you have to convince the criminals when they're in your area to drink Coke when they're in their area. <laughs> now, uh, what, what happens if you possess uh, possess a carbonated Coca-Cola beverage and yeah. um, you then get ingested by a criminal? Then you can control him. Oh, cool. <laughs> but only while the bubbles remain. Yeah, exactly. When he burps, your time's up and you have to go... And you're then you, released again. You release, you're released yeah. out of his mouth. Yeah. A burp is actually the soul leaving the body. Precisely. So yeah. that's when you get, yeah, taken away. So you only have maybe 30 seconds in someone's body once they mm. drink the delicious Coke. Mm. Meanwhile, the entire time they say, man, that was refreshing. Mm. That was really tasty. That's Let's order say. a box for the hideout. <laughs> well, this is how you manage to spread the Coke message. Because yeah. you can uh, possess one guy immediately tell all of his friends how good coke is and within your 30 seconds run outside purchase like a bucket of coke and throw yeah. it into a next door establishment and you can you can keep your combo going if you can get your guy to burp in the other guy's mouth like <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of a it's kind of a pro strat like it's not really baked into the game but yeah. you can yeah. like you exploit can, speed run yeah you can it, pro speed run is like but you can basically if you get a chain going in the in the initial diner you can actually burp your way through to the final boss <laughs> 
The beauty of it is when you burp into the second guy, you can then control him to say, man, that wasn't weird at all. I appreciate you doing that for me, my dude. Thank you. Wait, Brendan, come here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it really utilizes the speech craft element of the game. But you're, yeah, so you're basically trying to convince them to drink Coke. In order to solve crimes. Yeah. Yeah. If you, um, the the aim of the game is to get through to like the kingpin of the, um, of the whole operation Mm. and have him declare Coke the new drug in the city. No more cocaine, no more crack, no more speed, all is Coke, a cola. Yeah. And then that, and then that's when you wake up from your coma. That's when you wake up from your coma and you've solved crime. And that's basically... <laughs> so you've solved crime. That when, when Coke becomes a legal drug in the city, they realise that administering Coke to people in a coma mm. uh, enables like people to wake up. And that's when your soul can re-enter your body because it finally has a carbonated beverage inside yeah, it. Yeah, it doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't just replace like narcotic drugs. It replaces all drugs. Yes. Yeah. Penicillin, Coca-Cola. Anesthetic. Coca-Cola again. <laughs> Neurofen. The other one. I believe it's Coca Cola. Coca Cola. Yeah, all of the drugs are Coca Cola, mm. and so it's in. It fills up all the IV bags and all the syringes and all of the tablets and suppositories and everything. It's all Coca Cola, and that's how you um hundred percent FC the game. And when you wake up from your cola coma, can you still possess carbonated beverages, or is that the end of the game? No, I think that's the end game. That's the end game. Yeah, that's... you can't possess anymore. No. Okay. It's beautiful. It's um. Bit of a le- bit of a left turn for the driver series, but um, I mean, you say that, but do you want to know where this idea came from? Where, where Driver San Francisco is a game in which you are a driver, you crash, you go into a coma, and you have the ability to possess any car on the road. I was unaware of that. <laughs> <laughs> this series can't get weirder. No, well, in that case, it's a perfect partner. It's a perfect the fit. Yeah, Coca Cola car. Co- Coca Cola car presents driver <laughs> solvers. I love it. And that's that. That's what you had to listen to for the past 10 minutes. Um, (laughs) Pre-order now for uh, the Pepsi DLC and the 7-Up season pass. The Fanta Chronicles. (laughs) Yeah, we're doing doing a a crossover with Square Enix. Final Fanta (laughs) C. Final Fanta, comment, C. (laughs) It's a pun. (laughs) It's a pun. Do you get it? 2.8 remix. So that was our Horsemen Symposium where we just say things. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. We said a thing. It turned out to be a great game that you can order now from your local DMV. Um, (laughs) And only DMV or vending machines. Not HMV, DMV, definitely. For now, though, I think we're going to end things there. We have been First World Solutions. Thank you very much for listening. If you've enjoyed what you heard today, that's awesome. Share it with your friends. We've got iTunes links. We've got SoundCloud links. You better believe we got those Spotify links. We up in there with the big boys. So send that around for sure. Show it to your friends. Let them know what we're about. Get to it. If you or anyone you know have any first world problems of your own you think we would be well suited to fixing, you'd be right. And we can do it. All you need to do is get in touch with us, which you can do through Twitter. We're at FWSCast. Or on Facebook, you can find us at First World Solutions. Or you can email us directly at FWSCast at gmail.com. We check all of them before the show every week. So if you do want to get in touch, please do. We'd love to hear from you and turn your problems into solutions and comedy gold all at the same time. If you are listening to us on iTunes, please do leave us a rating and review so we can hear exactly what you think of the show, what you like, what you don't like. Also, it just really helps us out because it lets more people come and find us on that platform. If you happen to be listening to us through the brand new exciting technology of Spotify, give us a follow and give that link to your friends because that's actually the easiest way to keep up to date with all of our new episodes. But in the meantime, thanks once again for listening. I've been Joel. I've been Oscar. I've been Tom. No problems. No problem. No problem.